Hello, and welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We are your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Shibble. And I'm Ethan Sareski. My daughter once owned a snake named Professor Wiggles, but he's dead now. As you know, every week we talk about an exciting supernatural phenomena. And this week, Ethan has done all the research, and I know nothing about it. And he's going to be... What are you going to be talking about? We are going to be talking about Stull Cemetery in Kansas. Kansas? Kansas, where you are! The Sunflower State. I didn't know that. It is. That's what it's known for? Uh, oh boy, what is Kansas known for? <laughs> we gotta have a whole separate show. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but apparently it's known for a creepy cemetery that's in the state where I live. That's right, and uh, as always, one of us has done research. This week it's me, and Shibble knows nothing about Stull Cemetery. So Shibble, tell me, in your mind's eye, how do you see the Stull Cemetery and what is it to you? Okay, the name Stull, to me, sounds old Germanic. I'm going to say that it is a cemetery where uh, goblins live. And goblins will, uh, on Halloween, will come out dancing with pumpkins. <laughs> Holding them? And then, like, one will, like, put them, like... Wear it as like a, over its head, like a mask or a helmet type of situation, and they'll all uh, laugh and giggle. You are incredibly wrong. Okay, so incredibly well, wrong. Was that really what you? That's what I was hoping. I was hoping week, we were gonna have a fun goblin story. This past week, I gave you Stull Cemetery, just those two words, and you came up with Goblin Party and pumpkins. <laughs> Look, I like. How I you feel got like there. goblins. Partying on Halloween is a classic image. It's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> Maybe Stull Cemetery, where they dance with pumpkins and uh, they have fun, and one of them plays the accordion. <laughs> well, Shibble, you're going to be uh, surprised to find out that Stull Cemetery is uh, much more spooky than that as we continue. God, more spooky. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, start off just with the name. Uh, Stoll first mm-hmm. appeared on territorial maps in 1857. I found this in- interesting. During this time, mm-hmm. the settlement was called Deer Creek. It is unclear okay. where the name Deer Creek came from, although, quote, Martha Parker and Betty Laird speculate that uh, it could have arisen after a deer was seen by a body of water. That is why I would have called it Deer Creek. That was a real fact I found. Yeah, and they're like, we, they, it turns out they might have called it Deer Creek because they saw a deer near a creek. True or not, we're going off of the accounts of Martha Parker and Betty Laird, and they give no like accreditation for who they are. There's no credibility there. I, I don't know those people. Yeah, well, I mean, also, I, it's not like I find their story to be particularly incredible. Like, <laughs> well, if Martha said she saw a deer by a creek... Then we're going to call it Deer Creek. That Martha's word is as good as gold. Also, what's the tie between Deer Creek and Stull? Uh, there isn't one. It, I think it incorporated afterwards and became Stull. Oh, okay. 
So let's move on to the legend of Stull Cemetery. Okay. Or the gateway to hell. Gateway to hell? Whew, that does sound like Kansas. You thought it was just going to be Scary Cemetery. This is Gateway to Hell. This is a yeah, much bigger level here. I thought it was just going to be goths smoking cigarettes and people having the worst day of their lives as they buried their children. But it turns out it's also a Gateway to Hell. As if that wasn't enough. <laughs> the Stull Cemetery has gained an ominous reputation. Yes, you did. <laughs> you always, it's always got to be that one detail. The Stoll Cemetery has gained an ominous reputation due to urban legends involving Satan, the occult, and the gateway to hell, of course. Mm-hmm. The rumors about the cemetery were popularized by a 74 article which claimed that the devil appeared in Stoll twice a year. Mm. Once on Halloween, of course, and once on the spring equinox. Okay. Roughly six months apart. Yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, No, the devil needs to space out his uh, appearances. You don't want to... Be the devil being like, oh, I'm going to show up here a month apart, and then it'll be another ten months without me, the devil, being there. That would make him just like another townsperson at that point. If he was there that often, he'd be a citizen of Skull, of Stull. It's true. He could take up legal residence. People soon said the cemetery was the location of one of the seven gates to hell, which is the logical jump, of course, and that the nearby evangelical Emmanuel Church ruin was possessed by the devil, the ruin. Uh, so there was a, a ruined church nearby. Right. That the building, the ruins were possessed by the devil. Yes, the ruins themselves are possessed by the devil. I've never heard of such a possession. No, normally I think of the devil possessing like living things. Or or maybe like an Annabelle situation, like a doll, something that can move. Yeah, yeah, something animate or something that I could yeah. conceive of. Like move, the devil's just going to be like, "I'm a pillar." <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, in that sentence um, that I I took, it said the nearby evangelical Emmanuel Churchwin was quote unquote possessed by the devil. I don't know mm. why they put it in quotes. Maybe if it's like a play on words, like he just owns it. And it's like, oh, possessed or possessed. <laughs> it's his house either way. Yeah. Now we shall uh, go into the origin of Stull Cemetery. Okay. Which is also called the Cemetery of the Damned, Oof. the Seventh Gate of Hell, and the Devil's Court. So I'm assuming plots in this cemetery are not in high demand. <laughs> I don't know if there are any left. Let's at go visit Meemaw down at the Cemetery of the Damned. <laughs> oh my Every God, Veterans Day, I go down to the Cemetery of the Damned, and I put a flag on every damned veteran's tomb. So Skull was founded by Pennsylvania Dutch settlers escaping religious persecution. Uh, okay. That old ditty. They built the stone church in the middle of the cemetery, and important here, next to the church is is a, a big old tree that was used later in witch trials. Mm, witch trials all the way out in Kansas. And, which is also strange because it said Stull first appeared on territorial maps in 1857, so by the time it's... Yeah, like if you're hanging people for being witches around the time of the Civil War, like, I feel like we should have moved on by then. I think that's what happened. I think maybe that's part of the, the creepiness of the area is that it kind of maintains that, that uh, ancient mm-hmm. 
vibe, you know? I, I don't think I don't think things uh I don't think everyone's got an iPhone installed. And maybe maybe that's why these Pennsylvania Dutch were being uh, persecuted, I'm assuming back in Pennsylvania, because they're like uh going after witches and all the other Pennsylvania Dutch are like, This is a bit much. <laughs> we just it's nineteen hundred, like, these aren't witches. <laughs> all right, next is the story of what is under the tree, because that is the key here. Oh, jeez. Okay. Beneath that tree is the resting place of the bones of Satan's child. Oh, shit. He had a child. We got with, with, uh, with whom? I'll get to that. Okay, the I'm first, very curious. There, there, are, there are alternate tellings of this story. The first is that he was just born Satan's child. They don't give much of a... A backstory on with with who and who had sex but he was said to be half wolf and half man i guess that's it i guess satan had sex with a wolf or uh, he was in the form of a wolf and had sex with a man maybe which satan wouldn't result in procreation i don't believe would it i don't know a I male mean, wolf and a male human you think might <laughs> if the wolf was satan in the form of a she-wolf a sexy she-wolf that seduced a man and then gave birth to its own baby. That's so weird. That is weird. That is so weird. So it fed on scraps of dead animals mm. and was locked up in the church in the basement because that's at that time that's what you did with anyone who had any sort of affliction. Yeah, <laughs> just put them in the old church. Just, just, just chain them to the radiator. That mongoloid. Um, he broke out and eventually went on an eleven-month killing spree. Oh shit. Yeah. That's a good run for Satan's half-wolf baby. It, it, it appears to be an infant at that point, oh, the 11-month killing spree. Wow. Okay, so they didn't keep him locked up for very long, maybe a year or two. And then this two-year-old half-wolf baby that had been living on animal scraps uh, is now on an 11-month killing spree. And he was the, uh, the spree was ended by a lone farmer, is all that is given in, in terms of information. Well... Kansas farmers, we salute you. You feed America and you kill Satan's baby. He was Kansas tough, he was. Uh, alternately, the story is that a child was born of a witch in Satan. Okay. So deformed, he only lived a few days <laughs> and was buried beneath the tree his mother was hanged from. Satan comes every spring equinox to visit mother and son and walks the grounds. I, I find that to be one of the sweetest Satan stories I've ever heard. It's true. You don't hear him doing much mourning. You don't hear Satan doing much mourning. Not let alone for uh, lost loves and children. It really humanizes him. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No. This is a good story. I like it. Oh, good. Like well, that. let me continue. Yeah. Because it gets it gets weird. That wasn't the weird part. That was like the introduction to like what we're dealing with. Okay. Then. Because what? in the early 1900s, a boy was accidentally burned to death by his own father. I bet he felt like shit. What do you mean? How do you accidentally burn your son to death? I don't know, but if I did, oh, I'd feel so bad. I'd be scared first. I'd be like, oh my god, everyone's going to be so mad at me. No one is going to believe that I accidentally set Chris Jr. on fire. What is a what? Is, what is one way you could accidentally set someone on fire? I, I can't even... Okay, let me... Th okay, so there I am. I'm building a... Oh, I'm burning brush. 
I'm a farmer and I'm burning a huge pile of brush. What I don't know is that is my it, son, your son is looks just like brush in the brush pile. Oh. He's like, I'm gonna leap out and I'm gonna scare Papa. And then, uh, you know, I just dump another pile of brush on top of him, light it up. Help me. I can't help you, son. The fire's too big already. Oh, boy, am I going to get yelled at. (laughs) There is no further explanation of how said accident might have occurred, by the way. Well, I got it. Boom. (laughs) Case closed. Two days later, a guy who was not the father hung himself in an unrelated matter. Okay, so just a shitty time in town. But could you imagine that there was, like, a more upset guy than the father who accidentally burned his kid to death? The other guy was like, no, no, my life. I just can't take my life. Yeah, the mother was definitely like, that should have been you. You should have been the one that hung yourself, you piece of trash. My mother told me this was going to (laughs) happen. The way you're always setting brush fires. Don't go around burning brush. The children play in the brush. So... Uh, this the hanging and the uh, the burning to death mm-hmm. were along the Devil's Road, as it's known, which is runs along the uh, cemetery. Okay. Both bodies, which is I don't think this was a good idea, were then buried in the cemetery itself. Mm, no, was I'm assuming at this point it was already known as being a cemetery of the damned. Yes. Oh yeah, no, you definitely don't want to bury. A child that has not been confirmed, or a a guy that has committed suicide, they're both just rocket ship to hell. When did he forget to confirm the child that he burned in the brush? No, no, I mean, he hasn't gotten his confirmation. Maybe he's gotten his first communion, but he hasn't been, uh, you know, fully shriven in uh, the eyes of the Lord. Oh, he's a younger child. Okay, I was picturing an older child. Oh, I was picturing like an eight-year-old. (laughs) It's so fucking sick. It is. It's horrible. This situation is terrible. So around this time, the church burned down. Oh, brother. And the crucifix inside, there are pictures, was all that was left untouched. Awesome. Awesome. Devil can't touch the crucifix, baby. It's too powerful. Well, there's a weakness. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can always stop the devil. Just boom. Do you believe if you saw the devil, a crucifix would bother him in the least? Boy, uh, if he did, that would really uh, raise a lot of questions, I think. But, I mean, once I'm encountering the devil, I feel like all my preconceived notions, all my bets are off. Like, the devil's here, I gotta go back to square one. That's true. That's true. You kind of have to reevaluate when you're yeah. confronting I mean, the devil. A devil, it does imply that there's a god. And I was raised Catholic. Why is God that? Implies to me that there's a Jesus. Why is it? Why does a, a devil imply that there's a God? I feel like uh, the devil exists as sort of like an antagonistic character. Well, that's that's in the book. I mean, I'm, I'm saying, how do we know that? Not, why why would one disprove? Why would one prove the other? Uh, because I feel like if the devil was sort of the sole supernatural being then he would refer to himself as, as more of a, a vengeful or evil god. And also, I feel like if there was like a, a sort of all-powerful evil being, as bad as life is, I feel like it would be much worse. That's true. 
Shall we move on? Uh, no, let's keep talking about how we can epistemologically prove or disprove the existence <laughs> of the devil as a that was, supernatural force in the universe. That was my fault. <clears throat> no, no, it's cool. I liked it. It was a fun diversion. <laughs> okay. As long That's as you like it. staying in. <laughs> yeah. Now, let, let me move on to more about the church itself. Okay. If you're inside the church at the stroke of midnight on the winter equinox... You will descend into hell, never to be seen again. Alternately, if you descend the stone steps and back, you will also end up in hell. Also, this is interesting, if you walk down and like count the stairs, if you're like, one, two, three, four, I'm six stairs on my way to hell, and then you turn around and you're like, I don't want to do this, there's like 12 steps back up. There's like a different number of steps. I thought that was a good detail. I like that. That is creepy. Then that, And what I like about this is that if I'm inside the church that is currently possessed by the devil, I'm in a sense inside the devil. That's true. I'm like uh, walking around on his pancreas. <laughs> Take that, devil. I don't know if he sees it that way. Um, no, he probably loves it. He's like, yeah, he probably is just happy he has a human in his building to murder. Welcome to my building body, human. <laughs> <laughs> Now, there are seven windows on the church. Mm. Unless, of course, you go there at night and see the special eighth window on the church that is an omen of doom. If the eighth window appears to you, you're in trouble, Shibs. Shit, that's... Do, do we have any descriptions of what, of what the window looks like? Is it like a, one of these stained glass situations? You know what's interesting? Um, I, looked, I looked that up. And there was two YouTube guys, like two fucking chuckleheads, and mm-hmm. they were like, we went there, and it was scary, and there's witches, and um, what was the question? Do we know what the eighth window looks like? And they said they went there, and, and they saw, and when they got there, it was all broken, but they walked around the side, and all the windows were replaced, and the doors were back on. Like, it looked like a new building. Oh, shit. And then they saw the eighth window, and they admit they left. When they saw the eighth window, which That's a made good idea. a more believable account. I, I, I don't think they ever went to the cemetery ships. Well, maybe. But maybe they did, and they saw the eighth window, and they're doomed to be made fun of by us. Yeah, that, that was their punishment? Yeah, because they left. It could have been worse. Hey, <laughs> YouTube guys whose name I don't know, your shit's corny. It was. It wasn't You know what's really cool? Hiding your face so people just listen to you. That's cool. (laughs) No, I I think we have a much spookier take than they do. I wasn't wasn't frightened, but now I am. You should be. Ever since the uh, early 1960s, there are rumors and some substantiations of satanic worship permeating the area. Mm Mm-hmm. Groundkeepers kept finding mutilated animal corpses and strange symbols on the walls of the church, which mm-hmm. is roofless, of course. This led to fencing being put up around the cemetery and church. And by the way, $1,000 fine. Good. Maybe yeah, that'll really. discourage people from messing with powers they can't even begin to comprehend. That must be a huge source of revenue because this, this became like a big thing. Well, as you can see, it, it peaked in the press in the mid-80s during the mm. satanic panic. Mm. And so every Halloween, thousands of people would gather for a chance to see the devil. Did you ever uh, uh, hear of a book called Remembering Satan? This is going to be another diversion. 
No, I've never heard. What is Remembering Satan? It's a nonfiction book that is about uh, satanic ritual abuse, uh, which was like a thing that was rumored to be going on in the 80s where like right, people would be like, oh, a satanic cult kidnapped me and sold me as a sex slave. And like I saw them commit murders. And there had never been any physical evidence of anything like that happening. And the None. author at one point like totaled up all the accusations of uh, satanic ritual abuse and said that if they were all true, there would be 100,000 unsolved murders that were uh, committed by satanic cults. Committed by 2.5 million Satanists who live in our country. So it was, but this was the only case where one of the accused, like, corroborated the evidence, like, said, like, yes, I am in a satanic cult. (laughs) <laughs> but it turned out uh, that it was just that he was just had like an extremely uh, suggestible personality. Uh, and so and like he was being held in questioning and told that it was his daughters that was accusing him because they were accusing him of starting a satanic cult. And he was anyway, it's a it's a crazy book that's just about like how you can't trust your own memories because there definitely was not a satanic cult that was like at one point the daughters described uh, being laid on an altar and having someone cut a fetus out of them and then cut up the fetus and then the fetus reassembled itself. <laughs> and they the do that. were like, uh-huh. You ever seen a worm when you cut it in two? Yeah, and it was like that. Yeah, well that's how fetuses are. That's why it's so tough to get those delicious stem cells out of them. Yeah, yeah, and get your adrenochrome going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, remembering Satan, very weird book, definitely uh, very interesting in my opinion. All right, so let us move on. Yeah, this is this is interesting here. Another legend says that although the original settlers, settlers were openly Christian, this may not have been true. They may have been Satanists, witches, or proxies of demons. Mm, more proxies. We have proxies everywhere on this show. Yeah. Um. I'm starting to see uh, a connection between the townspeople over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll put that together at the end for you. Okay, I'm um, excited for this to be illuminated. Yeah, it's not that good a theory. In 1993, this may be my favorite fact about Stull Cemetery. Okay. In 1993, Pope John Paul II requested that his flight path be diverted so he wouldn't fly over anywhere near the cemetery on his way to a speech in Colorado. The reason he gave... He didn't want to fly over unholy ground. Nice. Better safe than sorry. I didn't want to fly over unholy ground. (laughs) Divert the plane. And I mean, if the Pope tells you, we're going to tell him, like, there's no such thing as unholy ground. Children of the night, I sense unholy ground below us. Let's just take the Pope's word for it. Just to be safe, because if you're going to trust anybody to tell you this is on holy ground, you got to trust the Pope on it. Yeah, but imagine being the pilot. You have your flight plan, you're relaxed, and the guy's like, no, make a left on holy ground. You're like, oh, fuck. How did I get, like, lassoed into this? Yeah. Still, he was a great Pope. Top five Popes. I like the one, who's this new one who likes gay, gay marriage? Oh, yeah, I... I uh, we always call him Skateboard Pope, because he's so radical. Skateboard Pope. 
Yeah, his name is uh, Pope Francis. <laughs> That's right. Are you Catholic? But I remember... Okay, did you ever see uh, the movie uh, Turbulence 3? Heavy Metal? Yes. Uh, they, I swear, yes. They were trying to crash their plane into this church. That was the hook of Turbulence 3. Uh, heavy metal. Rutger Hauer was going to crash his plane into, into this a church. haunted church in the Midwest, and I bet it was this one. That's really weird. I mean, is it? Well, no, no, but seriously, was that the, the... I can't remember the end. Okay, so, for our listeners, let me just take Turbulence 3 from the top. It's a classic. So, you've got this goth rock Marilyn Manson style band, and they're going to be Performing their final concert at 50,000 feet on a private flight for their biggest fans, which will also be live streamed over the internet in groundbreaking 2003 technology. <laughs> but the plane has been hijacked by a group of Satanists who want to live stream them in front of a million viewers because their prophecies require one million sets of eyes to witness them crashing this plane into this cursed church. One of the Satanists is a lookalike of the lead singer from the goth rock band. So, the goth rock band's lead singer, whose name is Slade Craven, (laughs) hides in the bathroom... And then retakes the plane, diehard style, with the help of a fan of his who is a super hacker that has been watching the concert the whole time. Female? No, male. But he is teamed up with a sexy female FBI agent who was about to arrest him for being a hacker when... He's like, you can't arrest me. Someone's hijacking this plane. We've got to do something about this. She's like, I don't believe you. You're going to jail. Do you know what I gathered from that whole synopsis? Mm-hmm. That I didn't, in fact, see Turbulence 3. I was pretty sure that you hadn't. No, I thought I did, but now I, I don't at all. But that's interesting. They want to crash into a cursed church. That's Yeah. Did they give any indication they were near you in Kansas? I mean, not that I recall, but I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Toronto. I love when they film horror movies in Toronto, like Wrong Turn. They used to film like the fifth and sixth ones there, and they were like, they're like, I think they're hillbillies, eh? And and, and me. (laughs) We're at the University of California, eh? Yeah, yeah, like I'm, I wouldn't, I'm pretty sure that the actor that played Slade Craven was Canadian. He had a pretty Canadian vibe to him. They try to hide the accent, and it just doesn't work. It's weird. Yeah. Almost as good as when English actors do just like a broad, generic American accent. That I really love. What's the me that? When it's like, hey there, how y'all <laughs> doing? Forget about it. <laughs> like you can't just be When you from combine everywhere. y'all and forget about it. <laughs> now, I, I, I will have you know that uh, there is... Uh, another legend about mm-hmm. the cemetery. Okay. There is a ghost, an angry, angry ghost lady, mm-hmm. buried next to her husband that haunts and terrifies and harms people simply because she doesn't want any part of her husband or being buried next to him. Ah, oh, okay. 
So normal shit. <laughs> yeah, till death do us part. Am I right? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> this was the last straw, and the landowner tired. <laughs> that woman's ghost was the last straw, not the Satan. No. Uh, he was tired of both real supernatural occurrences and the negative press associated with it and stuff, and he, and he tore down the rest of the stone church now. Oh, jeez. That's a yeah, shame. but it's still unholy on the holy ground. It's true. It's still part of the cursed earth. And the town has always been weird and quiet and in denial and hostile to outsiders regarding this whole thing. Well, Almost that just like sounds like small town Kansas. Oh, I don't think so. It's it's more than that. It's, it's like a protective keeping of a secret or even perpetuating an evil. It's like, you know you know, Derry in Stephen King's books and movies, how all the people are just part of the problem, but they're not directly the, the villains? Yeah. That's what I'm picturing here. Got it. Just like a town of people who's like the, the evil of the area has gotten into their bones somehow. Exactly. Perfect. And then in 1978 and 1988, to prove it, they canceled Halloween tributes and removed the tree, the witch tree, in 1998. No! The tree from which the witch hung? After giving birth to Satan's baby, yes. Wow, they must have really turned around on that hanging pretty quick. <laughs> um, kinda, like... They harass outsiders and the police prosecute vigorously if you go to uh, the cemetery. Mm. And they're trying to suppress, really, the legend of Stull. But but why? And, yeah. And... Well, Go it's ahead, funny. Please. There's a small town here in Kansas called Lucas that is one of the few small towns around you can find where none of the shops on Main Street are closed. And that's because a hundred years ago, a guy built a replica of the Garden of Eden out of cement in his backyard. And so... <laughs> It, it's just like one of those crazy roadside attractions. And then they like expanded it into having like a, uh, an outsider art museum that's actually pretty cool. And so just like this small little extra influx of tourist dollars, which I'm sure is maybe, you know, like two, $300 a day for the whole town, you know, with somebody going to the gas station and somebody stopping at the diner. And with that, that's enough like extra money coming into the community that their whole main street is still open. That's amazing. Yeah. Like you just need like one thing that's not just being a farmer supporting the town through selling sorghum, just some way to diversify your economy. And so it's strange. It's strange in a way that they're trying to keep this quiet and not make any money off of it. I mean, most yeah. places make it a tourist attraction. Yeah, sell some, like, ghost t-shirts. Sell some, like, uh, I saw the devil on Halloween. All I got was this shitty t-shirt, you know? Yeah. I gave birth to his baby and got hung. My yeah. dad burned me by accident and stole. I go to graveyards for fun because I'm a loser. <laughs> and all I That's got was this nice. lousy That's t-shirt. No, no, a lot of people like graveyards. They really bum me out. I mean, that's cool, but no thanks. Well, they're dead people. It's so fucking... You hate death. You hate death so much. I hate much. death, and I hate seeing people being sad. And no one goes to the graveyard like, hooray! Even Satan comes to this graveyard to, to mourn. Yeah, exactly. Even Satan comes to this graveyard to mourn. Now, yeah, that is a good tagline for it. That's how I would bring in the uh, the tourists. 
Yeah, th- the saddest place on earth. <laughs> Stall. <laughs> a big picture of a big cartoon devil with tears in his eyes and stuff. That'll be great. Yeah, it's so sad. Even the devil comes here to mourn. Unfortunately, that is not the saddest cemetery in Stull. There is also oh, a secret little little known second cemetery in Stull, populated fifty oh, no. percent by infants. Oh, many God. without names. How awful is that? Oh my goodness. Oh. Oh, oh. what that's just a ah. Oh. God, they don't even have names. Like you could give them names. Like yeah, that's someone the could have worst. been like, This is Tom, he's dead now. Yeah. But at least you could remember Tom. Now it's just it's just half babies with no names. Where where There's... do these unnamed babies come from? Um Kansas. They just import them? <laughs> you got any dead unnamed babies? We'll take them off your hands. There's, there's plenty of dead unnamed babies these days, I'm pretty sure. Ah, we're very we're very pro-life, but not once they're born. So. No, yeah, but I mean, once they're born, they normally at least get a fucking name. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's the... I mean, these must be during birth, died during birth babies. I would definitely... If I was going to go to the trouble of burying my dead infant i would at least give it a name yeah suggest you want to remember it yeah like that i feel like that's part of my grieving problem well everybody grieves differently we have any listeners out there that are currently burying their unborn infants or their born infants that are unnamed they're dead born infants yeah burying an unborn infant don't bury a born infant i think he just suggested that yeah yeah look if anyone out there is burying a child that doesn't have a name, you do you. Now, there are two trees in that second mysterious cemetery. And God, they used more to be, fucking trees. They used to be five, and they were in the shape of a pentagram. It's been suggested that this cemetery is the real gateway to hell. And now, this is, this is just nuts. Okay, Stone. Really quick, really quick. I just want to say... Please. If you put five of anything in a group, you can pretty much always draw a pentagram out of it. You That's just the nature it. of the number five. <laughs> you know what but, I mean? It's like there were three dots and they formed a triangle. What? I would agree with you if Satan didn't mourn at the cemetery and drag you into hell through a church. Okay, fair enough. I'm just saying, the five trees forming a pentagram is not... <laughs> Well, when it you know it's circumstantial, but when you add it onto the pile, you know. Uh, I mean, okay, okay. Let's let's we can agree to disagree on this. But let's move on. So Stull apparently had a sister city, but it seems that it disappeared, like a Roanoke Croatan kind of deal, and it was a center of cult activity. Do we know and the name? No, but it agitates the locals more to look into the second cemetery and the sister city. Like, that gets them even more nuts. That would be a really funny prank if, like, at now every time someone comes to this town, they're like, tell me about your sister city. And it's like, <laughs> there's no fucking sister city. What are you talking about? Every damn time someone comes into this sister city. There's no sister city. Do you have five of anything? <laughs> what shape does a five arrange to? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the last, the last fact I have on here before we uh, progress 
through our mm -hmm. show is uh, YouTubers visited the haunted site and found it on fire and actually caught it on video with no central source of the fire, just the surface of the ground burning in different places all at once. I sent you that picture. Yeah, yeah, I saw those. That was really interesting. I thought this was going to be like um, like a Centralia, Pennsylvania situation. Is that what? Is there like oil in the surface of the soil? It, there were like coal mines that had like huge methane deposits. Oh, so and it would like, light up every time? Yeah, and like the whole like ground is all cracked up. Google image search some Centralia, Pennsylvania photos. They're all pretty intense. I'll do it now. Hold on. Okay, yeah. I'm, jo I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay. But listeners, check it out if you haven't. Uh, so that's what I thought when I saw those fires on the ground, but maybe, or maybe something related to fracking. This is the next consequence. Maybe. This sounds like a fracking problem. <laughs> Satan walking around is a fracking problem. Shall we now advance to the part of the show that we dub the creative fight card? Yes, and I've got a couple of different things I want to hear your take on. Well, first I just wanted to mention that the strengths of the Stull Cemetery are it's a gateway to hell, may still be populated by a cult, yeah. Satan actually walks around there, and angry ghosts. Mm-hmm. Under weaknesses, I have weather, okay. aging, and erosion, mobs, landowner revenue losses, because that's why they knocked it down, and religious rituals, like you know, if you bring in a priest or something. I figured that could help. Okay. So we're basically going to see like which of these people could like cleanse the earth of the Stull Cemetery gateway to hell situation. Right. So first up, Shaq. Yes, how many prime shacks would it take to neutralize Stull Cemetery? Yeah, how many prime shacks? This is hard. I'm going to say... I'm going to say six, and I'm going to tell you why. First up, that's going to be enough where when uh, the Stull Cemetery starts to, like, endanger them, you know, through its malevolent magical powers, gateway to hell, like maybe one falls into hell... Maybe one of them gets driven insane. How would Shaq being driven insane by the devil sound? Uh. Oh, man. Oh, man. What is happening? <laughs> okay, so a few of them get taken out. I feel like I belong in the dang loony bin. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Shaq. So a few of them get taken out. Yeah, but... That's enough of them where, like, the other, the remaining ones will catch on what's going on. They'll be like, we got to solve this. Let's Shaq team assemble. So let's assume there's, like, three Shaqs left. Uh, and I'm going to say at least one of them, if there's three, will get the idea that they need to do some research. And they need to get some help. And this is where Shaq's amazing charm is going to come into play. Yes. He'll be able to uh, get people on board and raise awareness and the th together, we as a society will back Shack up. Who wouldn't back Shack up in, in in any event? Yeah, I mean, this is to me it makes perfect sense why Shack is now transitioned to full time spokesman for literally anything. Who doesn't like him? I mean, really, how can you? Re I mean, he's never his entire career. This is a guy who's been famous a while. Have you ever heard a weird story about him, like a creepy story? No, not one thing. No, nothing. He deserves a lot of credit. Yeah, he's 
he, the, he's probably top five all-time uh, celebrity athletes. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with that. I I put him even higher, maybe. So we say six prime shacks could take out Stall Cemetery. Yeah, and and it is tough because it is a location, and I feel like that doesn't play to Shaq's strengths. <laughs> Shaq versus a location we just discussed. Uh, Stall Cemetery versus us two, and Lorraine and Ed Warren. Are those the the couple that had the guns outside their house at the Black Lives Matter rally? Yes. Oh shit! All right, I'm glad. No, I no, they're them. not. They're not. Are you serious? <laughs> what were their names? McCloskey. Okay. Who's? Uh... All right. First, do us two with the McCloskeys. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> the things we're getting dragged to hell. <laughs> they deserve it. Yeah. And maybe we do a little bit. <laughs> Not like them. Not they like pointed... them, but I wouldn't be surprised if Devil's like, nah, I technically I got you. <laughs> I did laugh at the child cemetery. Okay, so verse us two with Lorraine and Ed Warren. Okay, who are they? You really don't know them? No. Like from The Conjuring? They're from Connecticut. You should know them. Oh, 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 Okay. The demonologist from Connecticut. That I think they passed away recently. Ah, well, yeah. I'm gonna say they're gonna have the knowledge base, and and you and me, we're good on our feet. We're good at uh, adapting and overcoming. And you can't beat four people from Connecticut in pretty much anything. Look at the Yukon Lady Huskies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it almost worked. If there was just five people we had mentioned, that would have been so. If that, that would have been and, sick. And with a fifth. That's why they had a winning streak for like 11 years. That's right. They were allowed to have five players. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't fair. Um, Stull Cemetery versus the Amityville Horror House. Okay. House versus... Well, I'm going to say the proof is in the pudding. Amityville Horror House is still standing. Oh, snap. You're throwing a little bit of shade. Yeah, I mean, no offense, the devil, but uh, maybe <laughs> your reach ex- exceeded your grasp on this one because the Amityville Horror House rules. Okay, how about Stull Cemetery versus the guys from Queer Eye with Father Marin? Father Marin from The Exorcist. Uh, right. I'm going to say, I mean... Those five guys from Queer Eye are pretty incredible. Either generation of Queer Eye, they were a great team. The Fab Five. And obviously Father Marin, once again, bringing the expertise, you know, as the sixth not officially Queer Eye to this situation. I'd say they got it. You know, they can maybe help Satan get his groove back and stop mourning over his dead wife. Oh, that's a good point. I was thinking that while they spruced up the inside of the church father mm-hmm. Marin would be able to attack the demonic entities and they would all be like what the fuck is going on why is carson redoing the drapes you know and the father Marin would just come in and take care of them yeah i mean this seems like almost the ideal team for this situation it is it is that's a good team the guys from queer eye with father Marin. we got to remember that uh verse stole cemetery mm-hmm. versus the actors who play the supernatural guys Oh, shit, boy, topical. Uh, versus the actors. Um, this must have been an episode. <laughs> uh, like, I'm pretty sure if my wife was here, uh, Anna would be able to tell me who the uh, which season finale took place at the equivalent of Stall Cemetery. I want to say it would have been season one when they were still fighting Yellow Eyes. 
Holy uh, shit, you know a lot about that show. My wife has talked to me about Supernatural so much. I can't wait to talk to her about it because I watched it, you know, but she seems like she watches it, you know, like she Big knows fan. the ins and outs. All right, so. So I'm going to say uh, the boys. I'm going to say uh, Jensen Ackles and uh, the other Jared one, Padalecki. Jared Padalecki. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> okay. You're going to say they got it? I would have said they would be murdered right away because they're just actors. Yeah, but I mean, they've done, they've spent a lot of time inhabiting these roles. They've read a lot about it just from the, the facts of their own scripts. They'll go in with a plan. They're in decent shape, you know. They're in good shape. I wouldn't yeah. say decent shape. Those are, those are strong dudes. Those are, yeah, they're I, in to the be gym honest, all the time. I wish I was in as good shape as they are. Yeah, I'm in terrible shape. Okay. Stull Cemetery okay. versus Fedor Emelianenko. Ah, yes, the famous uh, uh, mixed martial artist. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. He's, uh, I'm going to say he is absolutely the wrong choice here, unless he can challenge the devil and say, you know, if I beat you, devil, you go back to hell. <laughs> Which actually, that sounds awesome. I'm changing my vote. Fyodor's got it. You are so... Not only did you say Fyodor, which is probably the real pronunciation, but um, you're right. Fedor would win. Uh, okay. For some reason, I think I might have said it like he was a J.R.R. Tolkien character. <laughs> Fyodor. <laughs> Hold the door! Uh, now, unless you have something you'd like to get into, I'd like to move on to a section we call... That sounds scary, but can it fuck? Okay. That sounds crazy, but can it fuck? So, listen. Can Stull Cemetery do the nasty? Now, I looked for clues, you know? My my instinct was, of course not. It's like, you know, it's not Taylor Rain. It's a church. Fair enough. Um, And there's a huge difference between those two things. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but once it lost its roof, whenever it rained, the inside would remain bone dry. Mm. So you're telling me that this church was going around topless? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the church was topless and was bone dry. All right, so pluses and minuses. Right. Um, what would it? What would it fuck you with? <laughs> Look, here's my only counter argument. Right. The church, if not the cemetery, and let, we'll we'll consider them one entity, right? That it might be able to do that nasty stuff. I think because it is possessed by the devil, it could maybe like mold itself up into a, a man shape, or just a penis. Yeah, or yeah, like it, it can in some way animate. And if there's one thing I know about the devil, he loves to get freaky deaky. He loves to uh, uh, put his thang in it. And there's probably a lot of sex going on if, in an abandoned church anyway. Oh, I bet like teens How many love teenagers pumping. are like, teenagers love illegal beer and old churches. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They do a lot of second base and third base there. That would have been just a wonderful night for me as a teenager. Oh, God, it would have been. Completely. Oh, God, yeah. What an evening. Boy, I'd, I'd brag to my buddies and we'd laugh. 
Have you ever been to a weird, scary place like this, or no? Uh, like a like a place that's genuinely, truly haunted. Yeah. The closest I've ever been were some haunted train tracks in San Antonio, where the legend is if you go to these train tracks at some point in the past a school bus full of kids got hit by a train at this intersection of the road and the train tracks so if you go and you park your car or put it in neutral on top of the train tracks the kids will push you off the tracks and you can uh, go look at the back and you'll see their handprints if your car is dusty enough that's that's scary so we went there and if I remember we were pushed off the tracks are you being serious? I'm being serious, but also it's just because of the way the road is shaped. It's just gravity. There weren't, like, street urchin fingerprints on your car? No, there weren't, like, a bunch of uh, 1960s children's handprints on there with <laughs> mood rings. I don't know how you would identify them. I'm freaking out here. I'm, I'm so frightened of this cemetery here in the beautiful Sunflower State. Let me know. Is this real? Is this shit for real? You know, yes and no. In in my opinion. Tell me the no. I can't handle the yes. I mean, yes, it's a real place. (laughs) The rumors about the cemetery were popularized by a November 1974 issue of the University Daily Kansan, Mm. which is a student paper of UK. And uh, it took off afterwards. So there's reason to believe that these were just a bunch of stories that were popularized in the student article. Uh, Most academics, historians, and local residents are in agreement that the legend has no basis in historical fact and was created and spread purely by students. I love the student that started the rumor of the disappeared sister city. (laughs) Big ups. (laughs) I started the rumor that Zach Morris died in seventh grade. I started a rumor uh, recently that the song Linger by the Cranberries is about Keanu Reeves. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's really fun to tell people that. Try it, listen. Is it on the internet yet? I don't know, but definitely, like, just be cool about it. Just like the next time you hear it and you're out somewhere, like, oh, God, I love this one. Did you know it's about Keanu Reeves? Do you know my daughter has a crush on Keanu Reeves? It's very understandable. He's a very handsome man. He is very handsome. She's a good artist. She draws him and stuff. It's And everything it's I hear much. about him makes him sound like he's the most wonderful man you could ever hope to meet. Really? And he's musically inclined as well. Uh, I also recommend checking out his directorial debut, Man of Tai Chi. It's a fun little martial arts movie he directed. That's cool. Have you wait, did you see that Don't Knock Don't Knock Twice or something? No, or no, knock? I didn't, but I, I would be curious I mean, I'd I'd watch pretty much any Keanu Reeves movie. I'm a fan. No, it's a good one. It's a good psychological thriller Keanu Reeves movie. Cool. So back to Is It Real? Um, no, let's there was talk also... about Keanu a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hear about him so much that that's like my instinct is to get off the topic because my daughter's like, have you seen the newest picture I drew of Keanu Reeves? And I'm like, uh, I kind of wanted you to be gay. Um, <laughs> there is no hard evidence the Pope diverted his flight away from eastern Kansas. Okay. But there is, you know, no evidence to the contrary. Then there is the feature-length film Turbulence 3. That checks out. That is fact. (laughs) Some claim uh, that the legend of the cemetery was engendered by the killing of Stoll's mayor back in the 1850s. Uh, of note, Stull was never organized as a town, so it never had a mayor. And people think it was called Skull, Kansas, originally. It was not. It was Stull. Okay. 
And fun fact, you're right. The CW series Supernatural once set an episode in the storied cemetery. So that's the epi- the the uh, evidence that there isn't really a, a a devilish torment going on in Stull Cemetery. But I think that because of this sister town, because of the quietness of the of the neighbors and the surrounding towns, I think there has been and continues to be an active cult in the area that worships in the abandoned church. One would hope. I'd hate to see an abandoned church go to waste. You really should be putting cults in those. Or something, you know? Yeah, or a commune. Ice cream. Or, I don't know. An arcade. A really cool, uh, like, a dance club. Pinkberry? Yeah, something fun for the people. So, <laughs> I think that, really, I think that the, the town of Stull and whatever the sister town is, I think it's a vast conspiracy mm-hmm. to keep this quiet. Because they're part of a cult that worships the devil who actually does frequent Soul Cemetery. That's that's my theory. All right. Uh, you know, it's as good a theory as any. And maybe uh, I will uh, go out there and investigate. Probably not. Would you? Oh, my God. Wait, how far? We got to see how far this is. All right, yeah. Where do you live? Uh, Wichita. I knew that. It's coming. You don't want to vamp a little bit? Uh, no, no. I <laughs> I'm think joking. I'm it's joking. It's better to build uh, anticipation. <laughs> well, here uh, we go. Two, two hours and 19 minutes. minutes. Would you go? Uh, I might. Like if I was going up to Kansas City, which I've been meaning to do, I would stop. Would you stay? Would you stay? Would you say Candyman in the Mirror five times? No. Mm, I don't think no. No, not this time. Will you stay souls, souls, stole cemetery in the mirror five? Oh yeah, I can do that. Okay, why is that? I don't get it because these are possible actual supernatural phenomena. Look, if a cemetery appears behind me, I, <laughs> I guess I'll. Th- How about Satan? How about or what about his 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 deformed child? Uh, I don't know. I'll get over it. I'm gonna watch. Do it. All right, here we go. Stull Cemetery. Stull Cemetery. Stull Cemetery. Stull Cemetery. Stull Cemetery. You know that was six, right? Was it? I don't know. I'm going to feel real stupid if it was five, but I... I I like the extra one for good luck. Yeah, worst case scenario, I'll just cut one out, and then everyone will just think that you did it, you're wrong and I did it right. Yeah, that's the power of the. <laughs> Do you have any more questions about Stoll Cemetery or the surrounding area? Uh, no, not unless. Did you happen to pick up any good uh, Yelp reviews for local places to eat? Oh my god, that would have been so good. I should have looked on Yelp at, at the cemetery. Yeah, just Yelp it right now. Yeah, I, I will. Do not bury your family member here, as they will become damned. If you have a baby, don't bother giving it a name. We have Stoll Cemetery. Stoll Cemetery, where unnamed babies get a 20% discount. <laughs> the death industry is so fucked up to me. It's got a 2.5 rating out of 6 votes on uh, roadtrippers.com. Okay. 
So just betting average. The police patrol quite often, and the nearby neighbors are quick to call and trespass. I'm telling you, there's a cult. Or there are just people of having shithead teens walking around their neighborhood, dropping their cloves, cigarettes. I'm getting the red light from Uncle Monster. That means we're just about out of time. But we want to thank you for listening to us here again at Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour. Uh, tune in next week where I may or may not be discussing the Hope Diamond and its horrible curse. My name is Chris Anderson. You can find me on Twitter at Chris the Friend. I'm Ethan Sareski, and I'm not on the internet, actually. And you can always message Shibble with a smiley face emoji for me. Yeah, until uh, next time, don't get spooked. Uh, and don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, leave five stars, give a share, give a retweet. Yelp it. Yeah, definitely put us on Yelp. Fucking Yelp it. Fucking Yelp it.